Hello, everyone. This is David Shaft with the Conversations That Count podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. And I have a very special episode today. Based on our episode last week with Mark, president over at DPI. Today, we're going to be talking about something a lot of our salespeople hopefully know about. And that's speed to lead. Now, if you're not in sales, that's okay. Or you're not in customer service, that's fine. I guarantee you, this information is still going to be extremely beneficial. Now, before we get into it, make sure you like, subscribe, share, give me five stars, whatever platform I'm on, make sure you show some love and make sure you send it out to everyone else you know too, so that they can get all the benefits you do. Now, last week, I interviewed Mark over at DPI, and something that he talked about that's so important is how quick are we getting to people? We talked about how important it is to help them, but how quick are you helping them? How fast are you removing the roadblocks out of their way? Usually, it's not fast enough. We all like to move on our time because we're all so busy. Spoiler alert, everyone's busy. Now, before I get into the nitty gritty, I want to talk about a statistic some of us might remember from back in 2015. Back in 2015, there was this statistic that we have an 8.25 second attention span. Well, at least the average person. Now, luckily, turned out that that was debunked, and that is not true in most cases. Now, me personally, I would say that there's actually some truth to this statistic. Do I think that people are capable of sitting and taking in content, listening, watching for longer than 8.25 seconds? Well, of course. This podcast alone usually is about 30 minutes long. So if everyone could only listen for 8.25 seconds, I'd be in trouble. What I will say is that people only have that much attention span until they get what they're looking for. So if someone's not getting what they wanted or getting what they're looking for, they're going to move on very quickly. If we're not moving with the mark and we're not moving with the times, we will fall behind. An example that I really want to give you to kick this off, that everyone's almost beat like a dead horse, is Blockbuster and Netflix. When you look at Blockbuster, one of the most powerful companies growing and expanding their reach in their time. And I stress in their time. They were actually given the opportunity to do what Netflix is doing now, to begin streaming, to change the game. I would even say that's a form of expansion in itself. Imagine if they would have kept their locations and went into streaming at the same time. As we all know, though, they didn't do that. Instead, they said, no, we have a process that works. People want to go get the movies. They want to rent them. They don't want to have to have internet to watch them, whatever their excuse was. And funny enough, they were completely wrong. They made the incorrect decision, which is why they no longer exist. And Netflix is extremely powerful. 
It's all because Netflix said, hey, we'll step into this space because people, they don't want to leave the house, but they don't have to. It's nice not having to go to the movies, which is what Blockbuster was able to offer. But Netflix took it a step further and said, hey, what if you never had to leave the house? What if you never had to worry about any late fees on your rentals, having to make sure you didn't scratch a DVD or break a VCR tape? All you needed was a TV remote. They gave the people what they wanted, and they gave it to them quickly. Even when people weren't positive that's what they wanted, they just knew they didn't want to leave the house. And this is an issue that we find with a lot of large companies, believe it or not. I know you would think large companies are the most in tune with the market, able to change the fastest, know what to do. And it's funny enough, parts of them will know what to do. The issue with larger companies like Blockbuster, for example, is that when you get so big, it's harder to communicate with everyone around you. The speed of information slows down. It's hard to communicate and get results quickly because there's so many different people you have to loop in. There's so much red tape. What ends up happening is by the time that they've caught up with the market, well, that market they were working towards no longer exists. And guess what they have to do again? They have to go into the budget and spend more money to make more changes just to not be quick enough to catch the market. They're always behind it because they can't pivot. They can't move fast. A lot of large companies, right? Obviously not every single one. And this is something that keeps companies alive is when they can change, maneuver, and do what it takes to move with an ever-changing market. Because again, this is a capitalistic society. The second someone's demand changes, which we as people, our demands change just like that, is as quick as we need our companies to change because someone will step into that role and they will provide the solution. At the end of the day, if you're not growing, that just means you're dying. This is also seen with the onset of TikTok. TikTok is an excellent example of that 8.25 second attention span because every video is probably between five to 30 seconds. What's interesting, though, is we'll sit there and we'll watch those five to 30 second videos for hours on end. I've made the mistake myself. It's very easy to do. They said, well, Netflix, they're streaming and, and people will binge their shows for hours on end. How can we compete with that? Well, we'll give creators a space to give high quality content in short bursts that people can watch endlessly. And all it takes is a swipe of a finger. Don't even need the remote anymore, just your phone, which when don't we have that on us? At the end of the day, the real question is how bad do you want that client? How bad do you want to provide good customer service? How bad do you want to stay in business? At the end of the day, if you don't help them, someone is waiting. Someone is begging for the opportunity to step into that space. I personally would encourage you make it yourself. Now, a statistic Mark gave, which I absolutely love, 
I don't love the statistic itself, like the result, but I think it's a good picture of kind of where we are and where we shouldn't be. 52% of realtors wait about 48 hours before calling a fresh lead. Now, as defined by him, a fresh lead is someone who just put their information into the computer and said, hey, I'm looking for a home, or hey, I need a real estate agent to help me find a home. Someone help. They're, they're waving. They're like, someone help me. And people are waiting four to eight hours. Now, I think everyone knows where I'm going with this. If you wait four to eight hours, someone else has already helped them. It's as simple as that. When people need help, they need help now. Mark compared, which I love this quote too, and I'm going to paraphrase it, make it my own a little bit. All right. At the end of the day, a lead, a fresh lead, a new client, someone who needs help is like an ice cream cone on a hot summer day in the state of Texas. Now, for those of you who don't know anything about Texas, a hot summer day there is roughly between 100 and 110 degrees. Imagine your ice cream cone sitting in your hand and how quick it's going to melt in 110 degrees weather, surrounded by, in a lot of cases, desert. Sure, you can imagine you don't have long. Same thing with our clients and the people we need to help and the people we need to serve. No one's waiting all day for you to make a decision to help them. So I actually have an example myself because I've made this mistake too, actually very recently. So recently, it was a hot summer day in the state of Michigan. And what happens here every now and then is the air conditioners, when everyone's running them, it'll overload the system, will be without power for at least 24 hours, maybe more. And I thought, well, I'm without power anyway. I might as well go to the gym because I called them and it turned out they still had air conditioning. And it just made more sense. Why not exercise and not get a heat stroke at the same time? So I go and I'm working out and I get a call from a client and I see the voicemail. And I say, oh, well, let me call them. I'd worked with this person in the past. Let me see how I can help. So I call and I'm checking in and they're letting me know, hey, you know, we really need to move forward. We really need your help. Can you help us? Now, this is every salesperson's dream. Every professional's dream is when someone genuinely needs help, they're asking for it. They're telling you exactly what they want because other spoiler alert, say this for a different episode, a lot of people don't necessarily know that they need help or what it is when they do need it. But these clients knew exactly the help they needed. Now, again, I didn't have power. It was a Friday, 6 p.m. No one's in the office. And I thought I was moving pretty quickly. And I said, hey, I, I don't even have power right now. But as soon as I do, I will make sure I have someone on my team reach out. Guess what they did? They called somebody else. They didn't wait. And these people love me. I had helped them in the past. They love me to death. They still check in sometimes and wish me happy holidays. At the end of the day, though, they needed help now. They had a limited amount of time to pay a tax lien, 
And it was the difference between them having their home and not having their home. And that's really a perspective for me and something I want everyone out there to think about. When clients and people need our help, they need it now. Whether they tell you why they need it, whether they don't, it doesn't matter. They need their help. They need the help right now. If I were to use an analogy, this family was in a burning building. I had access to a fire hose. And I said, well, it's taken me a second to hook it up. You just hang tight as your house burns around you. Do you stay and wait because you really like the firemen? Or do you let the other firemen, who always has his hose ready to put out the fire, come and save you? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get saved right then and there. I'm going to get the help right at that moment. And funny enough, the person they called worked at the exact same company. So someone was working when I wasn't. And I can appreciate that. Now, it's not the client's fault my power was out. It's not the client's fault that my team wasn't in office. It's not my fault. But what I could have done is I could have given them more certainty. And a how soon I'd be reaching out. And I could have given them what they were looking for. They were looking for someone who really wanted to help them right then and there. And I did not show enough desire to help. So at the end of the day, when you have a client, when you have a person reaching out to you, they're putting their life in your hands, whatever it is, no matter how small, no matter how big. Now, in my case, it was pretty big. And again, I, someone did help them. And funny enough, since they still work at the same company, I'm still making sure that they're getting the help they need and that everything's going to go smooth. But I could have done it sooner. So at the end of the day, we need to make sure that when someone reaches out for help, when someone's reaching out for our service, we serve them. That's what it's all about. That's why we're here. Now, I want to end this with a cool story, a story a lot of us have heard. I want to talk about the story of the tortoise and the hare. Now, to me, this story, I don't think the right concept was taken from it. Everyone is always saying, oh, slow and steady wins the race. You know, it's okay if you go a little slow as long as you're steady. And that's what the tortoise did. He moved slow and steady, taking his time, moving like a tortoise moves, and his race against the hare. And the hare took off like lightning. And then the hare took a nap. And the hare just lost to the tortoise after a nap in a race that it could have easily won. Now, that's a whole different thing. That, at the end of the day, comes down to ego. And sometimes our ego gets in the way and we think, oh, well, if someone's going to work with us, someone wants me to serve them, they're going to do it on my time. Because I'm this or I'm that or because I have this going on or because this is happening in my life. This person needs to wait. They need to hold on. That's not how the world works. 
Now, the way the world also doesn't work is slow and steady does not win the race either. Slow and steady is not going to get you there because there's someone else moving fast. They're on it. They're calling the client right away. Their ego is not in the way. And they don't have a handicap like the tortoise does. They're able to run and they're going to. The real story of the tortoise and the hare is it's important to be fast and consistent because in no world is a rabbit losing to a tortoise in a race unless they take a nap and they give up. But if you're fast and you're consistent, if you're always looking for the next opportunity, if you're always trying to figure out how you can help the next person, you will win. You will be the fastest and you'll be the most consistent. And then success will find you. Again, when we really paint the picture of that client, that's a client that I helped a long time ago. That did not forget my name, but they remembered that I was always quick. And I always called back and I always answered. So they called me. Because I'm usually very fast and consistent. The business will find you. The success will find you and people will get used to calling you for help. It will become a reaction for them. They will say, wow, I remember David Shaft. He did such good work for me. I'm so grateful. I need help again? Well, I'm calling the guy that saved me from the last burning building I was in. And whose hose was at the ready? So again, slow and steady doesn't win the race. Slow and steady is great if you want to live a normal, consistent life. Wake up every single day doing the same thing. Take your time. But if you really want success, if you really want to achieve the next level of life, it's about being fast and being consistent. And at the end of the day, every opportunity we have, whether it be helping a client, whether it be a new job offer, whether it be the opportunity to start a new business, all of it is like an ice cream cone on a hot summer day in the state of Texas. If you don't jump on it now, you'll lose it. And the opportunity just melts away. So thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Conversations That Count. Again, make sure you like, share, subscribe. You'll see me out every Wednesday in Apple on Spotify near you. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate you being a part of the family. Hope you have an amazing, successful rest of your week. I hope you win. You have some fun. See you all next week.